From COK Studios in Mara Eliasson's Linen Closet, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the vacancy on the Supreme Court left by the unexpected death of Justice Antonin Scalia. We'll also consider an interview with astronaut Scott Kelly, who was about to complete a year-long mission in space. And we'll consider how to solve a problem like Maria. And how to catch a cloud and pin it down. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from PBN, now showing the modern spin-off of Call the Midwife, Text the Doula, starring Jane Lynch and Minnie Driver. Check local listings for showtimes. And the Alliteration Foundation, finding funding for fans of fun, fortuitous phrasing for 400 fortnights. Visit alliteration.org for facts and figures. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia died this past weekend at the age of 79. Known for his fiery dissents, Scalia was an uncompromising conservative who served on the court for 29 years. Scalia's sudden death has ignited a partisan battle over who might take his place on the U.S. Supreme Court. Republican Senators Ted Cruz... Marco Rubio and Mitch McConnell said the vacancy should not be filled until the new president takes office, while President Obama has said that he will make his nomination to fill Scalia's seat in due time. There are nearly 11 months until a new president takes office, and in the interim, the high court will operate with only eight justices. That means if there is a 4-4 to tie, the ruling in the lower court would stand. That could have implications for a variety of issues like immigration, the availability of abortions, and affirmative action in higher education. Here to help us understand the partisan struggle over the appointment of Scalia's successor are COK's senior gossip reporter, Melissa Reynolds, and from MSNBC, law expert Felix Allenby. Good to have you both with us. Nice to be here, Diana. Hey! Felix, I'd like to begin with you. The death of Scalia has quickly turned into a partisan fight with Republicans saying they will do what they can to keep Obama from naming a new judge to the Supreme Court. That's correct. They've said they will delay any appointment to the court until after the new president is elected. Is there a precedent for this? Well, not really. But despite what Republicans are saying, there have been court appointments in presidential election years, most recently in 1988 when Ronald Reagan appointed Anthony Kennedy, who won a 97-0 vote in the Senate. Melissa, what are you hearing on Capitol Hill? Things are cray-cray, Dinah. I heard from my friend Tina, who used to hook up with this guy Craig, whose hot older brother Ben is a clerk for Justice Kagan, that we may not have a new justice for like a while. I see. It's like the time my friend Courtney ran for Model UN. This girl Whitney, who was in charge of bringing Courtney's name up for a vote, was totally mad at Courtney for wearing the same dress as her to winter formal. So she like wouldn't let us vote on Courtney for like weeks. It was sad because we really needed someone to beat Germany. What ended up happening? The school year ended and Courtney's family moved to Bel Air. It was tragic because we got this new kid named Kyle elected in the fall who Whitney had a crush on. He knew nothing about the European Union and he wasn't even cute either. He had like gross, greasy hair and he called everyone brosif. Whatever, Whitney. Could we see something like this happen with the Supreme Court? I'm afraid we could. With Mitch McConnell running things in the Senate much the same way as Whitney and Melissa's Model UN, there could be a very petty fight over Obama's nomination that could drag on past the 2016 election. Who are the people Obama might consider nominating? I heard from Malia Obama that her dad likes some more moderate judges than might 
actually get approval from the Senate. Yeah, the president would be smart to pick a moderate candidate rather than a very liberal judge who the Republicans would obviously reject. Well, there must be some names that the Republican Senate would consider. Sure, but they're not going to be on Obama's list. They'd probably favor someone like Judge Maynard Q. Whiteman, who has said openly he'd like to overturn Roe v. Wade, gay marriage, and wants to make sure no changes ever get made to the Constitution by locking the document in an airtight box and dumping it at sea. Gross. There's also Ted Cruz's good friend, Judge Victor Christmonger, who favors replacing all school curriculum with teachings from the Bible, making every citizen take hourly Bible breaks to read scripture, and enact legislation that would prohibit women from reading anything but Bible passages selected by a property-owning white man. Sounds like we're in for a long wait for the next Supreme Court justice. Totes. I'm afraid so. That was MSNBC's Felix Allenby and COK's own Melissa Reynolds. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. NASA astronaut Scott Kelly returns to Earth next month after spending a year aboard the International Space Station, marking the longest space mission in American history. Our friends over at PBN will air a two-part series titled A Year in Space on March 2nd. I chatted with Kelly live from space last week. Here is that interview. Scott Kelly, thank you for taking the time to talk with us today from the International Space Station. It's my pleasure. First off, are you ready to come home? Yeah, I am. It's been a very long mission, and even though it's been rewarding, I can't wait to see my family and set foot on solid ground again. I'm sure that will be nice. I know one of the things you say you miss in the new documentary, A Year in Space, is the feeling of being in nature. That's right. There's obviously no trees or grass or a breeze up here in space, so those kind of things will be really nice to experience when we get back. I honestly can't wait to smell air that doesn't have a whiff of recycled Russian cosmonaut farts in it. Of course. Now, what are the things that people may not realize about being in space for a year? We have very little privacy. Obviously, we're very isolated up here with only a few people on the station at any given time. However, we live very communally, so we don't get a lot of alone time. I see. Does that make it difficult to get along with your fellow astronauts? Not really. Fortunately, we all get along pretty well. That's good. But I will say that I'm looking forward to going into my den when I get home, putting on some smooth jazz music, pouring myself a glass of scotch, and having some peaceful personal alone time. I understand how important alone time can be. It's very important. I've got several issues of Perfect Ten and Playboy I need to get through. Wait, what? I'm talking about masturbating. I'm not sure this is appropriate. It's been over a year since I've been able to complete that particular transaction. It'll be nice to finally have the privacy I need to crank one out. Maybe it's the fact that I've been up here for so long, but I really don't mind opening up to you about this. I mind. I tried it once while I was up here, but it's not easy to get the leverage you need in zero gravity, Connor. Plus, Mikhail caught me. It was super awkward. I never even heard him float into the room. Nope, you just can't masturbate in space. Too many instruments could get gummed up anyway. That's something they don't tell you in astronaut school. Good to know. Yeah, you really uh, take for granted that you just can whack it any old time down on Earth. Man, when I get back, I'm going to go for it like a 14-year-old kid. It's going to be awesome. Well, we're all very happy for you. Have a safe trip home next month, Scott. Thanks. Oh, that reminds me. I should have my wife get me some Aveeno and a 10-pack of tube socks before I get home. That was NASA astronaut Scott Kelly from the International Space Station. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. 
If you'd like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, go to our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. You can also get breaking news from our team on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook, and go to iTunes and leave us a review of how much you like the show. The podcast is available for download at iTunes, and also at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. If you'd like to donate to Consider Our Knowledge, please go to our website and click the Support COK button where you can make a secure $5 monthly donation via Patreon. It's like Kickstarter, but for ongoing projects like podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. I heard from Malia Obama that her dad likes some more moderate judges that might actually get approved approval. Approved approval, which is different from regular <laughs> approval. Double secret approval. Double secret approval <laughs> from the Senate. Okay. <clears throat>